Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's a Target Demo Friday, the aliens. What's up? This is EJ Stewart, and you're listening to the best of the DA show coming at you right now. Happy Friday to you, North America. The mothership has connected. Welcome aboard. It's the four-hour lunar eclipse limbo. DA with you from the CBS Sports Radio studios in New York City. Broadcasting to affiliates nationwide and north of the border. Anchorage to Atlanta, Sacramento to Savannah, Kalamazoo, and Waterloo hey, are on the air. They listening, D.A. Everything we saying, D.A., everything. And we appreciate you being with us on this Target Demo Friday. We shall release the Kraken coming up later on in the morning. That's the meme that symbolizes you to let us know where you are, how you're listening, and your own personal football food of the week. We'll do that coming up here later on in the program. Also, drop it on by the DA show this morning. Randy Cross, College Football Hall of Famer, CBS Sports, College Football Analyst. We'll talk about the weekend that will be around college football. Certainly the best weekend thus far of the college football season. And perhaps the best Saturday we'll have in college football this year. We'll talk about it all with Randy later on in the program. Also, it's the winter demand. The winter demands. Coming up later on in the program, the wizard getting hot at the right time. After an 0 for 4 in week 1, a 1 for 4 in week 2. Feel good. But we begin last night, Thursday night football in Santa Clara, California. The 49ers against the Giants. Giants were already playing shorthanded without their left tackle, Andrew Thomas, without their running back, Saquon Barkley, on the road in a short week after having to use all of their energy to get by the Cardinals last Sunday. And it showed last night. That Niners team completely suffocated Daniel Jones of the Giants' offense all night long, holding them to just 12 points. Meantime, the Niners, even without Brandon Ayuk, put up 30, and it was an easy victory for the 49ers. Was this evidence the Niners are the evident 
are the NFC's best team. It is where we begin. You're cold open. Purdy in the gun. McCaffrey to his right. Warner comes underneath. Play action. Purdy back time. Throws over the middle. Caught by Debo. Samuel makes a man miss. A second man. A third man. He runs out of his a tackle. Fourth a fourth man. Debo can't be tackled. They finally drop him on the giant 33-yard line. He broke four tackles on that play. That's not the way I think. Uh, I just try to get every yard possible for It's like moving the chains and stuff, but... Um, it's just my mindset. I'm not just going to fall to the ground. It's just like allow one person to bring me down. And here's Purdy going to throw one deep wide for Debo. Made the catch on the back shoulder. Touchdown! San Francisco! And a back shoulder banger for Debo Samuel. It's huge. Um, obviously, you want to win every game. But, um, you know, we have a high standard. We have a, a standard that, you know, we want to, be the best versions of ourselves and and um, you know so for us it's sort of like yeah we win we win the game which is most important which is great um, but there's stuff out there that we can you know clean up and be, and be better at he's playing well he's played very well since he's gotten an opportunity to get in there um, he's hasn't made many mistakes and he gets the ball in our guys hands and um, reads the coverages right too and when stuff isn't there he's, he makes a lot of plays to keep us on the field and uh, he's done a hell of a job. I don't believe it! The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending. It's DA's top story. Here he goes! It's your cold open. Greg Papa on 49ers Radio. You heard Debo, Brock Purdy, and Kyle Shanahan. 30-12 to 12 win for the 49ers. That's the eighth consecutive victory by Brock Purdy as the starting quarterback in the regular season. And this 49ers team is right now the best team in the NFC. And after the injury to Trayvon Diggs yesterday, starting corner of the Dallas Cowboys, that takes the Cowboys down a peg. But they were already below the Niners in the power rankings. It's still San Francisco and Philadelphia And right now, the Niners just look overall smoother, better, more complete than the Eagles. That being said, I'm not sure last night taught us that about the 49ers. They are a cut above the Giants. The Giants were were shorthanded. It was on the road in a short week. This is kind of what we all expected. I mean, the line was 10 and a half. Ends up, Niners clear it well easily and beat him by 18 but everyone kind of knew this was a mismatch and obviously it played out that way last night so I would say that yes the 49ers are the best team right now in the NFC but it didn't take last night to prove it they just beat up on a team that's much less than them and I think what you're also learning about the 49ers is the reason why they were so quick to get rid of Trey Lance even for just a fourth rounder is because despite the injury the NFC Championship game last year, they are fully on board with Brock Purdy's Purdy's health and his ability to step in there and replicate what he did last season. Let's face it, there was plenty of us who wondered, is this Purdy thing really something that carries over to next year? Or is this just a young rookie, flash in the pan, Cinderella story, and that it kind of turns into dust or the carriage turns into the pumpkin next year 
when there's a full offseason to prepare. Defensive coordinators have the film on him. People recognize his tendencies. Is this really something that carries over year to year? And so far, it has looked like that. Purdy's been very good in all three games. Last night, despite being under duress and under pressure all night by Wink Martindale's defense of the Giants, Purdy was calm, delivered the football, made plays. They blitzed him on almost every drop back of the game. Almost every drop back. And he did not seem rattled. And so, yes, I think that for this 49ers team, and I talked about this earlier in the week, the Eagles got to the Super Bowl, didn't close, but proved to themselves they're good enough to be there. I think the 49ers are itching about an opportunity lost last year because Purdy didn't stay healthy in the NFC Championship game. I think there's so much confidence right now in San Francisco that this is the year that now we're now we have all of the pieces that maybe Jimmy G wasn't quite the elite guy that they needed to run the offense as smoothly as they wanted. They had gotten close but no cigar and then last year they saw what they could truly be with a quarterback that could maximize the offense and then it was ripped away from them in the NFC Championship game. I think the Niners are on a mission and last night they didn't even play a great game. And it was a blowout victory over the Giants. 855-212-4CBS. If you have thoughts on last night's Thursday nighter, 855-212-4227. Or on Twitter, DA on CBS. So the trading of Trey Lance is clearly the comfort of Brock Purdy. And right now, Shanahan and Lynch look validated in that comfort. Because Purdy... He is on point, he's on rhythm, he's on cadence, and he, and that's despite getting blitzed all night last night. They blitzed nearly 85% of the Niners' pass plays. Nearly 85% Purdy was under duress and still threw for 310 yards and two touchdowns. He's a guy that clearly is growing into that role very smoothly, and it's amazing considering where he was drafted and how he was overlooked. From a giant standpoint, look, they're not going to win much if they don't have their left tackle and running back. And they didn't want to pay Saquon Barkley, and I think they were right not to pay Saquon Barkley, but last night was a Saquon Barkley win. Because he's sitting on the sidelines and the Giants can't do anything. I mean, anything offensively. And Daniel Jones is going to fight this thing the rest of his career. That some days, some games, he looks dazzling. In some games, he has one garbage half and one great half, like last week against Arizona. And then on nights in prime time, when it's the only game on record, he is terrible. And I don't want to kill Daniel Jones for all of the problems last night. Because again, when you don't have Saquon Barkley and you're going against one of the best defenses in football, perhaps the best on the road short week, bad things are going to happen. But you watch Jones last night and go, yeah, he ain't never going to be a top five quarterback in the NFL, no matter what his skill set 
is. And yeah, against the very best in prime time is when he kind of gets exposed. And now his record in prime time games is 1-11 and as a starting quarterback. 1-11. and There's a good Jones. And there's a bad Jones. And last night, I think we saw a pretty bad Jones. In fact, out of the entire night last night for the, the Giants offense, they had only two drives that were longer than six plays. Two drives. One was eight, one was 12, and the 12 was the opening drive. Two drives that went more than six plays. They couldn't do anything last night. Bigger picture for the NFC is this Diggs injury. And, I mean, this guy is one of the best corners in football, and he is a crucial member of one of the best defenses in football. And Trayvon Diggs tears his ACL yesterday in practice, and now he's done for the season. That's a deafening blow to the Cowboys' chances. There's still Micah Parsons. There's still Stephon Gilmore. There's still that defensive line. There's still really good players on the D, and obviously Dan Quinn's an excellent coordinator, and they should be good. But Trayvon Diggs who is a dynamic playmaker, a ball hawk, an athletic corner in his prime, was a cornerstone foundational piece of trying to be the best defense in football, and now Diggs is done for the season. You cannot ignore the significance of this injury. Dak is over here as the guy that's supposed to limit mistakes and not put the offense and the team in bad positions because the defense is going to be able to keep you in most games. And the defense is supposed to be able to win some games of their own. And at this point in time, the defense has given up a total of 10 points through two games. Trayvon Diggs is one of the most important pieces of that defense. That's a blow. That's a significant blow to the Super Bowl chances of the Cowboys. Okay, we're off and running this morning here on a Friday morning. When we come back here on the show, we've got Soundcheck, your best audio of the day. Minka Fitzpatrick responds to those that say his hit on Nick Chubb was dirty. And Victor Cruz weighs in on the infamous Giants yacht photo. It's coming up next. DA, CBS Sports Radio. presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. All right. Glad you're with us. You can always watch the show. You can watch at watchda.com. That's mobile friendly. Also on Twitch and also on YouTube. Soundcheck begins with Minka Fitzpatrick. After the hit on Nick Chubb as he went low and Chubb obviously tearing up his knee and is done for the season, people claiming on social media that Minka Fitzpatrick's hit was dirty. I'm on Twitter on Facebook right now. Minka responds. Unfortunately, it's, it's a part of the game that we play. Uh, this, I know people think I had ill will behind the tackle. It's, 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 it's not the case whatsoever. Uh, 
you know, I'm a, I'm a guy that, that's a competitor that's going to go out there and play the game. I'm, I'm chippy, I'm edgy, of course, but I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a dirty player. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to sit here and defend my character. Um, I know the type of player I am. Chubb knows the type of player I am. I played against him for the past five years, twice, you know, two times a year. And, uh, you know, I love competing against him. Uh, he brings the best out of me, I bring, and I bring the best out of him. Uh, there's no, no chance that I would ever try and purposely injure somebody. There's no way that Minka Fitzpatrick should be blamed for this hit. These are high, high-speed collisions. Fraction of a second decisions. And players try to tackle ankles and lower bodies and legs and below the waist all of the time. You're asking defenders consistently not to go high. Don't go high. No elbows, no shoulder pads, no shoulders, no helmets to the head, the upper body. So these guys are trained to keep going low, keep going low, keep going low. And since the dawn of time, what's been the calling card of NFL defenses or defenses in football? Low man wins, low man wins, low man wins. So here's a guy in Minka Fitzpatrick who goes low and, you know, he collides with the knee of a running back and the knee gets injured and he's supposed to be to blame. I just don't buy that. And... It's a problem because today on social media, it's an emotional place with people that have no idea about the specifics of what's going on. And so, you know, you're Minka Fitzpatrick, and inevitably you're just going to get bombarded by people on social media that think they know what they're talking about calling you dirty, when in reality, it's the farthest thing from the truth. There is no blame that he should take for that hit. Andre Iguodala was asked on the Old Man of the Three podcast if the NBA expands, who should get teams? Seattle and... I'm going I'm going way left. Vancouver. I was going to say that Back next. in Vancouver. Yes. Van- yeah. It was too early. It was too very too, too early. Like, you were, we were talking. Yeah. Canada yeah. has a culture now. Uh, Canada. You look at the FIBA squad. It's like the West Indies... Um, Jamaicans, like they've migrated and they've like Americanized Canada. Canada's ready. Like Vancouver is incredible. Vancouver is one of the greatest cities in the world. So I totally agree. Vancouver is one of the great cities. I had a chance to go there probably mm, 10 years ago or so. Spend some time there. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's international. It's clean. It's got amazing food. The, the sight lines between the mountains and the coast is just everything. It's it's fantastic. And I think that's true. The experiment in Vancouver was kind of the plug was pulled early and there were some there were some things that were just out of out of the control of the fans themselves. But it made me think if you gave an expansion team to Seattle knowing how ravenous they used to be for the Supersonics, who would be the next city? I mean, Bogues, is it Vegas? Is it Nashville? I mean, the same kind of cities that we talk about with baseball. I guess I haven't heard of any other really good pitches for another NBA expansion besides Seattle. Because I feel like Adam Silver keeps saying that they don't want to expand. But I would think Vegas would just have to be on top of everybody's list now. Because it just works. NHL went there first. Has done great. WMA franchise is doing great. Raiders are obviously there now. Your sweet A is about to be there. 
Why they are my sweet A's. Why wouldn't the NBA bet your sweet A's? Yeah. Why wouldn't the NBA jump in that and into that that pool? If it's not Vegas, is there anything else that in another American city? I haven't heard any that spring to mind. Yeah. So, so Vancouver, I guess, does make sense. And I've only heard Nashville for um, baseball. For baseball. I mean, I, and I guess maybe you, you put a second Canadian team to give the Raptors some kind of national, natural rival, even though they'd be across conferences. I guess Kansas City has been kicked around because they have a downtown arena. They've been right. trying to lure some other team to downtown. But, yeah, I mean, Vancouver makes as much sense as the anything else, despite losing the Grizzlies a long time ago. Makes sense. Finally, Victor Cruz discusses the infamous Giants boat picture. Now, remember, this was the photo that precipitated... The get away from me, buddy. Now, there's a lot of events that have to cascade, but in 2016, the Giants are going to play the Packers in the wild card round. Mraz is so incredibly confident about the Giants' chances. He says, I know the Giants will win. I will literally do anything, anything. You can put anything on the table. I will do it if the Giants lose. We say, okay, the Giants lose this game. You've got to dress in nothing but a pink Speedo. Go to Central Park. We're going to grease you down and put birdseed all over you and let the birds peck at you all day long. He says, fine, doesn't matter. The boat photo comes out right before that game. Bunch of guys hanging out on a boat in Florida before they got to go to Lambeau Field for a playoff game. The Giants get trucked. They lose. Mraz then has to finish the bet. He does. The next March, we are in Scottsdale, Arizona at a bar for the Final Four, which is in Phoenix, and we see Aaron Rodgers at the bar. We're a little tipsy. We, of course, have pictures and video of Mraz a couple of months earlier, maybe a month earlier because we paid that off maybe in March or something, and we're like, Rodgers is to blame for you losing the bet. So... Me and Kenny Brock say, yeah, Mraz, you should go show Rodgers this picture and tell him that, you know, he's to blame. And he does. Rodgers takes one look at Mraz and says, get away from me, buddy. And from then on, Mraz cast the spell, the jinx, that he would never win another playoff game. Now, he did win two playoff games <laughs> ensuingly in that time, but he never went back to a Super Bowl. So the jinx perhaps still lives. Anyway, it all goes back to this Giants boat photo Here's Victor Cruz talking about Odell Beckham's Timberlands on the Green Light with Chris Long podcast. Listen, we're playing in Philly, for Christ's sake. And we literally drove back. You know, we took the uh, the train, I believe, back. And we're all on the train like, yo, we're going to Miami. And I'm looking at guys like, guys, let's just wait a couple weeks. Like, we don't have to go right now. But then I'm also like... Look, these kids are, they're also like locked in. Like I, there was nothing I could tell them. Now I'm in the mode of like, I just got to go make sure they get back in one piece. Odell was a young guy. Wasn't he a rookie at that point? I, I mean, think it might've been his second year. I think it was his second year. And funny story was that when we flew to Miami, he was like, man, I don't have any shoes. And I was like, I only have these Tims for you. <laughs> no. So those are actually my boots that he's wearing in the photo, which is even even better. It's an even better story, actually. What a humiliating moment in every single way that still haunts them eight <sighs> years later. It's so humiliating. 
you would have wrapped up the regular season, clinched a playoff spot, are going to Lambeau in the travel is probably for a Sunday game. I forget if that was a Saturday or Sunday. I think it was a Saturday night, maybe. But it was Mike, a Sunday game. It was a Sunday. Yeah, I have their their, uh, their game log up. Okay, so it was a Sunday game. Timeline. They probably traveled on Friday, which means after playing the previous Sunday, they're organizing a trip to Florida on the one day off. The one. They might have a Tuesday off or something before they travel <laughs> back to New York to go through practices to then travel to Green Bay. And Cruz is like, can't we just wait a couple of weeks until we get beaten and the season's over? Can we just wait? And the guys are locked in, led by Odell. No, we're going to Florida. No. And then the balls on these guys <laughs> to be shirtless and taking photos on the boat. Let's not be discreet. Let's take photos on the boat before a playoff game on the road. And then you get your asses beat and you look like a bunch of clowns. I mean, and also that was a Coughlin team. No, McAdoo. That was Mac- oh, it was McAdoo's 11-win right. season. That was a McAdoo team. Right, because Coughlin would have never let something like that happen. Yeah, Coughlin would have rather been six feet under than half a team. Coughlin <laughs> might have in Miami. Miami. <laughs> Coughlin was in Miami. That was McAdoo's first season. That was Ma- So they thought they could do anything. They thought that they were king of the world. He was the beacon of hope, beacon of light. What yeah. a joke. What a complete joke. And that is your sound check. Who were the wide receivers anyway on that boat? It was Odell. Who were those guys? I got the picture in Bunch front of me right chum. now. It was, I think Sterling Shepard was on that team. It was That long young, ago? Yeah, because Sterling Shepard's been on the team forever. Uh, him, Odell, and Cruz. And then there was a couple of like there, there, I think there were a couple of defenders on there too. Was there? Because like it's like they like the Wu Tang. Yeah, great job defending. They did that game. <laughs> there was like eight or nine guys yeah. on that boat. <laughs> there was like a practice squad wide receiver. You know, on Fridays, we feel good, we do well. Well, I feel good and I'm doing well. Everyone's in a good mood. And I like to play music around here for the show, for the listeners, and for us as a staff. That gets our juices flowing. It's early. We are we are here employed to bring energy, to bring joy, to bring laughter, to try to get you guys ready as an audience for your day and to, to have a little levity, to have a little juice. So we lead off the show before the the Jay-Z open with na 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 good morning and na 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 good morning. And it's a great song. And that's a great piece that Pete the Body's put together. Well, as we hit that, Carlos with a K is on the wheels of steel today, and he's just feeling it. He's really, really feeling it. And he gets ready for the show, and he's hitting the button for the open. He's He's got those mixed minus levels up and down. He's organizing his microphone. He's standing up, and he's he's just getting into it. And he's just he's feeling the flow. He's feeling the rhythm, and he's just he starts dancing a little bit. And, of course, because you can't do this show and hide ever, the cameras are always rolling. It's like Big Brother. Caps got the camera on Carlos with a K. And within minutes, within minutes, I mean, probably by 6.06 a.m., Cap has that turned around, clipped, and posted on social media. So I have now retweeted that dance as well. And Carlos with a K during commercial break bursts into the studio and says, come on, 
Are the cameras ever not rolling? The answer is, Carlos with a K, unfortunately for you, no. They're um, always rolling. I came in here, I'm like, how early does he get here? It's not even 6.05. He gets here for the start of that, that show when you hit that button for that song. That's when Cap is locked in place. But also, you don't realize he sleeps standing up. He actually just is in front of the computer, closes his eyes standing up, at 5.52 a.m., eyes open up, and then he just begins watching everything. Everything. So I tweeted this out, and it looks like it's starting to get people fired up themselves. And this is the exciting part, is that people are really getting fired up about you feeling good and doing well. Moist Pork says, now I'm feeling good and doing well. Well, I feel good and I'm doing well. Thank you for that. And Carlo with a K, not Carlos with a K, asking you, could you please tell me more about your cool shirt? Now, I can't even really begin to describe this shirt, except that it's a long sleeve shirt. It's not a hoodie. It's a long sleeve shirt. It has all types of wild patterns on it, and it does have a big K right in the middle of it. So maybe, Carlos, you could describe to us what exactly is going on on your shirt. So it is a Versace Kiff shirt. I uh, got this a couple of years ago. Um, I got it because I liked it, and I, it was flashy. I wanted a birthday outfit for that year, and I picked this shirt. And the only reason I wore it is because uh, Bogus and Boyle were talking about Boyle's outfit and how much he spent the last time he was here. It was like 200 bucks or something like that. And uh, DA Show Quotes, of course, picked it up. And uh, I immediately retweeted it. I'm like, yeah, no, I've spent more on less. And um, I'm almost embarrassed to say how much this shirt cost. But I promised, like, uh, DA Show Quotes and Moist Pork that I would wear the shirt just to show that I have spent more on less. And this single piece of clothing was more than what Boyle spent on his outfit. Is that is that cotton? Is that an acrylic? I'm sure it's like some polyester blend thing. Supposedly made in Italy. I don't believe it. But, uh, you know, that's what the tag says. So it's Versace. It's got a very cool Versace print. It's kind of like a magenta at its base, but it has all these very eclectic type of patterns on it. What's in the middle of the circle? Is that a statue? Is that yeah, like it's old... one of those Greek Roman statues? I know Greek and Roman's not the same thing, but you know they kind of are. So there's that statue, and you know I like the big K because you know my name is with a K, so I like lean into the branding. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So Pat Boyle spent I think two hundred and twenty five, two hundred and thirty dollars on an outfit, two thirty when he went to the U.S. Open for a shirt and shorts. You are telling me that that shirt itself cost more than two thirty. North of 230. North of 250? Much more north. North of three? Yeah. North of 350? Yes. North of four? Yes. North of 450? Yes. North of five? Yes. North of 550? Yes. North of six? No. Actually, no. If you want to factor in tax, yes. North of 625 with tax? I'd say like 640. I didn't always used to work in radio. Are you telling me that my tax dollars that pay you to guard Staten Island have become a $600 shirt? You're burying the lead. I protect Staten Island all of a sudden. Uh, yes, this was a 595 plus tax shirt. 
I mean. Wow. I have to admit, I think I only have one suit that cost more than that. And I think that was my wedding suit. And I think I got the wedding suit on a deal that maybe it was a $600 suit that I got it for like $450 at Men's Warehouse or something. That, I don't have a piece of clothing, including a suit that costs more than what Carlos with a K's one Versace shirt is. You're right. I, I don't, even including a suit which has multiple parts, I don't have one piece of clothing that costs that much. I would argue I don't have an outfit. Yeah. Shirt, sweater, jacket, pants, socks, belt, shoes that would collect to $600. Sames. I mean, you and I were in the same gifted <laughs> Boise State pullover we got two Septembers ago today. But yeah, I, even, yeah, you throw in a shirt and a tie and a belt and dress shoes and the suit and me. And okay, if I throw then my nice formal long winter coat on, then we're crossing 600 bucks. But that's a lot of things to put on my body to get to $600. Carlos with a K is holding up his sneaker right now. Yeah, because if you think the shirt is outrageous. Tell me about that sneaker. What brand is that? All right. So uh, I got it back when it was sort of cool. It's a Balenciaga Triple S sneaker. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It costs more than the shirt. That sounds like a La Liga team. What is that brand? <laughs> is that where Ronaldo <laughs> plays now? For Balenciaga Triple S? Balenciaga is an Italian designer. Balenciaga. They make a lot of like literally. I don't say this like I mean this absolutely literally trash bag clothing. Like they make like this, you see a fashion week and they're like wearing trash bags and like all the <laughs> yeah. junk. So they I've, literally make that stuff. Yeah, I've heard of the designer, but I got nothing on the shoes. So those shoes cost more than the shirt. Yes. So you're wearing over a thousand dollars of apparel right now at seven eighteen <laughs> in a room. That, that basic... Perez has farted in for 11 years. Yeah. In a chair that Pete sits in, yes. <laughs> right. And okay. on this side of the room, there's a weird now urine smell that we're dealing with, too. So, like, you should really, really, really reconsider what you wear into this place. I hate to, to monopolize a Friday about this, but this is so fascinating. The shirt costs 600 bucks. We know with tax, 630 640 Sneakers, also north of 600 bucks. Yes. Seven. Yes. Eight. Yes. Nine. Oh my God. With tax. You so eight hundred and fifty buck Balenciaga I, sneakers. I think it was eight ninety five. Nine hundred bucks for sneakers, six hundred bucks for the shirt. And you said, Well, hey, I haven't always worked in radio because yeah, you would never, I'm sure, spend money like that in radio, right? No, I can't even afford this. <laughs> so what does the mil does the military reserves pay that well? No, I used to have a real job before I came into sports. Doing what? <laughs> A pyramid scheme? No, I was a I was a general manager of an internet company, and then I was an executive vice president of another of internet Google? company. Google? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos with a K ran Apple for five years. He created Uber. Nobody knew yeah. about this. iPhones ten through twelve were me. I got, by, I got bought out because of scandals. You got bought out. He used okay. to be Carlos with a C, but had to change to a K to get away from his sordid background. <laughs> you know, the TikTok, the K in TikTok stands for Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. What a talk about an origin story. <laughs> Carlos with a K has eight 
what fourteen hundred dollars worth of clothing on right now? Plus your cell phone is worth something. Bucks. I mean, does anybody? I think everybody's phone is like north of a thousand now, right? I'd be afraid to wear shoes <laughs> that I bought bucks. for eight hundred bucks. This is no joke. This is no joke. My wife one once got me a pair of Adidas. I guess they're Sam Smiths, but they're the ones without the stripes on them. So they're just, they're just white. She's like, this will look really good when you wear a suit or you wear nice clothes and it's like an all white, nice Adidas sneaker. I'm like, these are really nice. But I pause and she's like, what, you don't like them? And I'm like, what happens if they get dirty? She's like, they're sneakers they are gonna get dirty. And I'm like, well, I can't wear them. I mean, they're sneakers and they're white. Now those sneakers are probably 50 or $60 sneakers. I've worn them like three times because I'm scared to get them dirty and they're $60 sneakers. Carlos is wearing $800 sneakers. Yeah, where Shep sleeps sometimes. <laughs> to the subway. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm worried about 50 bucks sneakers. He's like, yeah, I'll throw on $800 pair of sneakers and walk through rat urine. <laughs> when I worked in news, we'd have stories where we'd write about people and the police would say, you know, crime stories and things like that. The police would say, oh, the person had $3,000 worth of belongings taken from them, their shirt, their sneakers, their whatever. And we'd be at work being like, there's no way <laughs> yeah. a person had $2,000, $3,000 worth of stuff on. Like, that, the, the police are definitely embellishing those numbers. <laughs> now I know those numbers the police were giving us when I was working in news. Yeah, it's Carlos's friends. Yeah, with Carlos. It was, it was Carlos, Carlos crew. Carlos was, was in his, and his associates. Crew with a K. <laughs> The tallies on Carlos's clothes feel like when you lie to the insurance company about what you lost. Right. Oh, yeah, no, it's an $800 pair of sneakers. Sure it is. Sure yeah, it yeah is. right, 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 right. Every one of his clothing is a claim. $600 shirt. Sure, Carlos. Yeah, sure, Mr. Ortiz. I'm My sure. rental insurance is about to skyrocket if they're listening to this right now. <laughs> So check out the $600 shirt that Carlos is dancing in this morning from Versace by going to Twitter at DA on CBS. It's epic. Carlos, should I say one more thing? It's so epic. Very nicely. Can I say no and you'll still say it? It's a horrible shirt, too. <laughs> no, it's a fantastic shirt. That's beautiful. It has, like, adornments. I don't know if that's a word, but, like, you know, like there's a dog no, with no, like, no. a little angel thing on it. And it looks like, things. It looks like the Sistine Chapel stuff. roof that got woven into a shirt. It was better than the roof. That honestly looks like you lost your fantasy league. <laughs> <laughs> Which is certainly not the case. When I was in you Vegas last year, uh, the carpet looked a lot like Carl's. <laughs> <laughs> in the casinos. Yeah, I, well, I, this <laughs> is a hit in Caesars. <laughs> That's definitely the carpet in a Vegas casino. Yep. That is definitely. <laughs> Welcome back. 21 minutes past the hour. I am met pretty consistently with a very bipolar reaction to Fat GPT and the football food of the week this season. Half the people that listen are like, this is such a cool creative idea. I love it. Half the people are like, this is way too creepy. I don't really know how to process it. It's not funny because it's so weird. And I want to let you know that's exactly where I want to exist, right in that uncomfortable in-between. Kind of like Carlos with a K-shirt, mm -hmm. right in-between. And so, you know, Mraz has left the show for the local side of things, and he's doing wonderful, and we're, we're all rooting for him, and that's awesome. 
his football team's not as successful, but to be expected. But I felt like, you know, football food of the week, it can't just be given to anybody, at least not yet. So me and Cap have gone into the lab, and Cap has whipped up an AI version of Mraz, which we've called the Porkinator. It's kind of like a cyborg Mraz. And we take a matchup of the football weekend and try to find the most grotesque cuisine combination that chat GPT and AI can create. So we looked at Packers and Saints and said, cheese, cheeseburger, jambalaya, maybe the two go together. It's time for the Porkinator's Fat GPT Cheese Burger Cheese Head Jambalaya. Puffiness with football. Moraz gives you his NFL picks every week. It's up the gut only on the DA show. Imagine yourself in your favorite team's jersey that is two sizes too small surrounded by fellow fans at your favorite backyard bar and you are transformed into a spirited mini stadium. It's time to whip up something extraordinary. A fusion of Green Bay, Wisconsin, and New Orleans, Louisiana right on your plate. Hey, did you know I could have gone home with C.R.? Uh, our star player is this week is a patty that's as bold as your team's plays. It's a blend of ground bratwurst and finely chopped andouille sausage, grilled to perfection for a taste explosion. Melted cheese curds, a dash of Cajun seasoning. This beer cheese sauce is as fancy as Carlos's shirt, decadent enough to rival any luxury shoey Carlos is selling on eBay. Then add some spice with our fiery crawfish etouffee sauce, a taste as hot as a new shirt from Carlos's closet. Now it's time for the winning drive. Picture a football-shaped patty slathered in beer cheese sauce and crowned with a generous scoop of piping hot crawfish etouffee. Top it off with the other bun half, and there you have it. The Big Game Bayou Brat Burger. This burger is a culinary touchdown, combining Green Bay and New Orleans flavors to perfection. In the realm of game day gastronomy, the Big Game Bayou Brat Burger is the MVP, a dish that'll have you cheering for your team and your taste buds in harmony. Okay, the Big Game Bayou Brat Burger. I'm not sure why Fat GPT would pronounce closet close it. That's a pretty standard word. It feels like Sean is breaking Fad GPT <laughs> as it learns more about Sean. It itself is somehow getting dumber. What's amazing is that it is so good and Cap is training it so well, it can take things from today's show and weave them into the recipe. I mean, the conversation we have about his closet, Carlos with a K shirt, happened an hour ago, and AI is already learning that. Yeah, this is this is where I don't like it. This is where it's freaky. I I miss Sean. I'm happy to hear his weird computerized voice, but then those things happen, and it reminds me of the power of the machine that Kaplan is now controlling. And I don't know what that means for our future. 
Not good things. Carlos with the K seemed immediately very freaked out by it. No, I'm all out on AI. Like it's, I've seen this movie before. There's countless training seminars called iRobot. It's, it gives you the blueprint. AI is going to turn on us. We should all be keep an eye on your phone. Don't trust it. Keep an eye on these AIs because it's going to come for us. The revolution will be televised. Isn't it wild, though, how much that sounds like Mraz? So I thought it was him. I looked at EJ. I'm like, there's no way that's AI for like the first five to ten seconds. And then it said like burger and it kind of like sounded distorted. I'm like, oh, wow, that is AI. So I am really put off by this. <laughs> Plus, Dude. it's taking shots at me like the real morass. So I already don't like it. I'm going to call this AU. It's artificial unintelligent. Mm-hmm. EJ, there's got to be a comic book you've read that has this <laughs> as its centerpiece. Oh, yeah. I mean, shoot. I mean... There's plenty of comic books, robots. It almost feels like a little bit of, of a, maybe a Superman Brainiac situation okay. for sure. Oh, yeah, Brainiac, the AI computer Dude, of Krypton. Ultron. Or Ultron, Ultron. Ultron, yes, the, the, the created AI by Tony Stark. Yeah, this is this is definitely bad, and, and and we have a there's a new show now where Ultron gets all the powers of the Infinity Stones. Imagine a AI Mraz with the ability to basically bend reality. How dangerous or interesting would that be i mean would we just would it just be raining cheese curds would we just have you know fountains of barbecue sauce like what would that actually be like yes I don't know. yes and yes it would be that <laughs> if ultron has the power of the infinity stones is that kind of like kd going to the warriors Oh, he it's like KD. If it's like if KD had all the powers of the Warriors in himself. Oh it's, wow! If, if KD was the '92 Dream Team by himself, right? Wow. That's basically what it is. So if, imagine if an AI Mraz had that kind of power. <laughs> scary, God scary forbid, sight. No. Big game Bayou Brat Burger this week's Fat GPT Football Food. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so they that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. For the week. And now, we're getting stunned. Woo! Hey. 
It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. It's possible I'm catching the early dementia that Boyle believes he has. Uh-oh. Because I don't remember doing this as a stun, but it was presented to me by more than one D-Alien as a follow-up to a stun. So I don't know if it was done by somebody when I wasn't here or if I'm completely forgetting it. Yeah, I remember us doing it. I don't know if you were on updates. I do remember doing a story where you could rent this out for your wedding. <laughs> but... We're talking about the Wienermobile, which Oscar Mayer renamed to the Frankmobile mm. back in May to celebrate their all-beef Franks. Yep. And people did not like the change then. Nope. They did not change their mind in the subsequent four months. So as of this week, it is back once again to the Wienermobile with the company writing, quote, it's been a fantastic summer. But like you, we missed this wonderful icon, wonderful icon. Help us welcome back the Wienermobile. Do we think this was done on purpose because they knew that there would be some outcry? They could get some attention for it and then turn it back anyway, change it back anyway. And now they've gotten two new cycles out of it? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, nobody in Oscar Mayer's corporate office, headquarters, CEO, marketing gurus or whatever could have thought, America wanted the Wienermobile to become the Frankmobile. Nobody could have been like, yeah, that's going to be a really popular movie. And when people know what a, like, if you say, oh, I'm in the Frankmobile, they know it's a hot dog. <laughs> I mean, I know people associate Franks with hot dogs, but like, if you just didn't tell somebody, oh, it's a Frankmobile, I may think, or if it's October, is it Frankenstein themed? Like, do they have green skin and bolts in, in on the side? No, of but the, it wasn't thing? spooky season in May when this right. when this came out. Well, I think that if you could if you called the Wienermobile the Frankmobile, how would anybody even know it's called the Frankmobile? It doesn't say Wienermobile on the side of it. It's just a big Frank that says Oscar Mayer. Right. So this is where I think Oscar Mayer marketing some type of guerrilla marketing campaign <laughs> by some type of Zoomer or something is like, yeah, we're going to change the name and then we're going to send it a press release and everyone's going to be really upset and social media's going to go crazy and then Later on, we're going to change it back, and people are going to, and then we're going to get this attention and that attention, and then the DA show is going to talk about right. stunt to a news. We're going to get two three, stunt to a news. They love follow-ups. <laughs> Bogey says it all the time. He loves follow-ups. If it works for Prince, why not the Wienermobile? <laughs> why do you guys' marketing voices both sound like Shep? You guys are channeling your inner Shep, like, hey, we're going to change the Wienermobile yeah. to the Frankmobile. Right. Deep thinkers, well-thought-out plans, yeah. a sympathetic tone to the voice. Oh, yeah. That's why you said it. Yeah. I actually ran into the Wienermobile when I was doing a cross-country trip to Texas after college. One of my best friends of the world moved after graduation from Syracuse down to San Antonio. And I said, I'll drive with you. I got no job. I got no, not, got no nothing. So drove down there and we ran into the Wienermobile at a Taco Cabana, I believe. Mm. Just outside Mixing of San Antonio. Mixing metaphors. Yeah. And uh, I met the kids in the, in the Wienermobile. And they were very nice kids. They were about our age. And then they seemed like they were having a really good time. And I was like, that seems kind of like the life. If it's not European backpacking, you're kind of living out of the Wienermobile after college to just basically do a PR tour. And maybe they were hooking up in the Wienermobile. I don't know. But mm. I thought that was kind of cool. And then when Mraz and I went down to the Super Bowl in Atlanta a couple of years ago, maybe the Final Four, the Wienermobile drove us 
Okay, but see around Atlanta. I'm glad you got here because the last time we when we did the wedding story, we got to this story, and I thought you had the vehicle wrong in one of these. I think the Super Bowl one was Mr. Peanut. You're right. Was like the nut bus. You know what? <laughs> now Excuse me, what, say, what did you say? Yeah, yeah. Now, now that you say that, you're right. Right? And I apologize. Twice. I drove with Mr. Peanut uh-huh. to the varsity in Atlanta in the nut bus. And I'm so sorry <laughs> that I that I mistaked that twice for the Wienermobile. <laughs> That was my mistake, and I feel terrible. <laughs> I had the wrong bus. My bad. <laughs> After I thought that it was the commanders who jumped out to a 21-3 leader earlier in the week, now to, to mistake the nut bus for the Wienermobile, I feel like a total idiot. And I don't think AJ was here yet the first time it happened. The original mistake, you can't blame on AJ. This one, if you want to go down that well again like Broncos, you can. But the first time you forgot about the nut bus, that was just on you. Look, I'm just a pathetic individual. I'm just skate, skating by. It's a house of cards around here. Total charade every morning for four hours. Cash and checks. And I need to talk less. That way I get exposed less. <laughs> the Frank Mobile. <laughs> Frank. There's nothing romantic about the Frank Mobile. The Wiener Mobile. That's got some. Got some juice. That's got to be like a podcast or a book. There's got to be some stories. I believe they're called hot doggers. Those that run, that drive the uh, the Wienermobile. Oh. They've got to have some stories. Like, you park that in a motel in Texas, someone's going to try and steal well, it every night. I was going to say, like, this is, reminds me of one of the things that you can't have in New York City. Like, you cannot right. have a Wienermobile in New no. York City. I, you just I, imagine. I disagree the, the wholeheartedly. That will happen. Really? Yes. How do you K-turn that bad boy in the middle oh, of no, Times no. Square? Uh, logistics, driving, that's one thing. Vandalism, <laughs> yes. People will take risque <laughs> pictures with the Wienermobile, but the Wienermobile yeah. will be where you left it the next morning. But if, if you go to different parts of the country and you park it in the hotel parking lot, people are taking that thing and then you're never going to see it again. I guess so. I don't know. I just, I've seen some weird things in New York with this, with less. I just feel like the Wienermobile will find out that it was parked inside an MTA bus depot. We'll find out it somehow <laughs> made its way onto the subway. Like, I, I just think, I've been thinking of all the worst imaginable stories I've covered on New York One, Spectrum News New York One. And I feel like the Wienermobile would become like a, just a running, a running trending topic for us. The Wienermobile was found sunk into the bottom of the river underneath the 59th Street Bridge at 4 a.m. <laughs> the Wienermobile covered in human waste in a ditch at the Bills construction site. <laughs> All right, you guys know the ballad of the Wizard. The Wizard of Odds swings into our studios on Fridays and delivers with a wand his mystique, his knowledge, his vision of the future. And... Said vision's been slightly clouded over the first two weeks of the season. Now, if you have been fading the wizard, you are making boatloads of cash. She is one and seven overall to begin the season. But you got to start somewhere. 0 and 4 to begin, 1 and 3 last week. We're looking for a bushel of wins in week number three. It's time for the Wizard of Ons. I'm a what? A wizard. Who's the wizard of odds? It's D.A. It's the wizard of odds. The odds are that you will be a winner today. The wizard is here. Make it feel okay. Hey, hey, hey. 
All right, my favorite game of the weekend, even though the line is huge, is Colorado-Oregon. There's going to be points put up in this game. Colorado, obviously, has been the story of college football. But they're catching 21 points in this game. they got to go to Autzen in Eugene. Tough place to play. Bo Nick's going to put up yards and points, no doubt about it. But I got to think Shador Sanders and Colorado puts up points themselves. And 21 is a fat, 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 fat number. I know the odds makers are looking at this going, I'm going to sucker all of America into this thing. And you watch. Oregon's going to blow them out by four touchdowns. But I got more faith in Colorado than that. Give me the buffs plus the 21. It's the Wizard of Us. Elsewhere on Saturday, Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss traveling to Tuscaloosa to take on the Crimson Tide. I actually got this heads up from my BetQL friends, and that was the first half line, which is 27 and a half total points. You got to kind of creep around to get it, but 27 and a half first half points. Bang the over on that. Lane Kiffin is going to know some of the ways to attack a Saban defense early. And there's going to be points put up, and you're going to get it under the 28-point mark. So you need four touchdowns of the first half total between the two teams. Kiffin should be able to attack the defense good early. You might see a couple of good early drives out of Alabama. There should be points put up in this game, despite what we've seen out of the Alabama offense the last couple of weeks. That's where Ole Miss can be had. Take the over on the first half total of 27 and a half. It's the Wizard of Us. Over to the NFL. The Wizard has said fade the flock, the terrible Cardinals, every single week. And why would he get off that train now? Now, he was laying seven with the Commanders week number one, and they won by six. And then he was laying four last week with the Giants, and the Giants won by three. So he's been one point off in both of those. He's going to go back to the well again. The Wizard is laying 12 and a half with the Dallas Cowboys. 12 and a half. But why stop the good times right now? Let's say lay the 12 and a half of the Cowboys as they win by two touchdowns on Sunday. It's the Wizard of Us. And finally, speaking of the Commanders... I'm a believer. Now, Buffalo's got to travel to FedEx Field, and I'm sure there's going to be plenty of Bills Mafia in the building. But with how up and down the Bills have been to start this season, down week one, up week two, and how good the commander's offense is, I think people are still not hip to how good the enemy's offense has been. And Hartman, I should say, how good Sam Howell has been. So I like the Commanders plus six in this game. I think they keep it close. I don't think this is a runaway for the Bills. And so that's my fourth pick as the Wizard. It's the Wizard of Us. The Wizard of Us. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Even if we're losing bets, it's still just, it's good to feel alive inside this beard. It's just, it feels good to be alive. If Carlos with a K's Versace shirt is what gives him superpowers, this beard, this ratty old stapled together beard from years ago that's stained, this to me where I get the hairs in my mouth, this is what gives me my superpowers. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It's a Friday fiesta. Here's what our listeners in the Target demo are up to. You got that right, baby. We begin with Swamp Butter Bobcat. This is a man after my own heart. What up, DA? And listening every day here in Buckeye country. I say let Carlos with a K dance like nobody's watching. Love it. Got to have faith in the Buckeyes tomorrow. Down with the Irish. Going to be a close one. Hashtag Target demo Friday. With na-na-na, good morning. And na-na-na, good morning. Swamp. Butter Bobcat. Mm. Ostrich Eyes is watching on Twitch in gloomy Faytown. I'm a big fan of Carlos's drip today. By the way, I will be decorating for Halloween this weekend. Spooky boy for life. Hashtag spooky season. We are unkillable. Rob the 321. Morning, guys. Great start to the day. Thanks, Carlos of the K. Watching on YouTube in Burpee. It's official move-in day. Waiting for my wife to get here and the shit will start hitting the fan. LOL. Carlos's outfit cost as much as my cabin. Hashtag off the grid. Hashtag goose. Make the picks. Make the damn picks. Trevor in Toronto. It's a trash Friday. My local streaming source and home of the Blue Jays, no names mentioned, changed their app, forcing me to find another source for CBS Sports Radio. So now I'm listening to CBS Sports Radio 1240 via radio.net. I'm a zilch in this business. I'm a nobody. However you can find us, we appreciate the efforts. Not always easy, but we appreciate it. Citrus Thorn. D.A. Purdy was blitzed the most times in the next-gen stats history by the Giants last night. He still whooped their ass. He's the real deal and doesn't make excuses. He just wins. You dog! Purdy has gone from good story to good quarterback. Matt tweets, Yo, D.A., listening in Calgary on YouTube... Getting ready to go back to the forest. Carlos's shirt is kind of ugly, but would probably look way cooler if I was on LSD. And belated booskies to you and the gang, especially Bogish, feels like he's letting it loose lately and killing it. My ass! My big fat ass! I feel like Bogish is killing it. Jeffrey tweets, what up, DA? Check it in from Philly and Odyssey. As for Carlos with a K, I'd wear that shirt to go trick-or-treating. Hashtag spooky season, bro. That's right. I'm in the He's at three in the... Pat Boyle's father tweets, I'm pretty sure my son Pat was conceived in a wiener mobile. You come off as a beta. You come off as a loser. Fully Ohio says, we need AI Pete Bilotti. Not only will the hatred between I, Pete, and Fat GPT be hilarious, it may also turn AI on itself and protect future humanity. Oh, that's like a dream team. That's like Jordan and Magic. Fatty Crackers is listening in Kentucky on Twitch. Although this target demo might be too spooky for Bogish so far from Halloween, Cap might want to rethink a new meme. Hashtag spooky season. Take a sip of that. Steven Severna Park is listing in Northern Virginia, listing on CBS Sports' app. 
Love Carlos with a K shirt because it suits his taste. It would it would look ridiculous on me. Happy 18th to my beautiful daughter. She makes me proud every single day. Let's go, Jets. And what better way to celebrate a beautiful daughter's birthday than with that Jets chant. Moist Pork tweets, ADA watching on Twitch. While the shirt's a little pricey for me, I'm all about pushing the envelope. I like the shirt. Get it for me in a tie. We're in business. That's what's up. That is a meat. <laughs> Squishy liquid in the waiting room at a doctor's office listening on YouTube. That shirt is proof high fashion's a giant troll job, and Carlos ate it up. I don't think he's got any rhythm either. Hashtag Target Demo Friday. What the hell did you just say to me? Jason tweets, I'm at the orthopedic surgeon's office. They know it's spooky season. They got little pumpkins lined up. Listening on the Odyssey app. Haven't met a piece of Versace that isn't gaudy. Hashtag spooky boys. She has a cannon. It's it's not even funny. Smedley Hoover gone incognito. As usual, listening on Sirius XM 158 from an undisclosed location in Wisconsin, relishing the Niners win last night. Carlos with a K shirt is fine as long as he doesn't have a weird waist. Hashtag target demo. Stop walking around work like a loser. Ed says he hasn't checked in in a while from Harrisburg, PA, listening on Sirius XM. I'm with Bogus. Spooky season is October only. It can't be spooky season when it's almost 90 outside. Hey, boys. Mariana says, happy spooky season. The month's end is near. Let the decorating begin. Listening, watching via Twitch in the playground sandbox. Hard to decide on Carlos with a K shirt without seeing it up close. From here, it looks like a shine knockoff. Love you, Carlos. And I'm a cute little wild redhead. Don't you forget that, DA. Don't you forget it. I could never. Hurricane Jen. Josh tweets, I spend more money than I care to admit on watches and boots. I was going to defend Carlos, but then I saw the shirt. Was he blindfolded when he bought it? I had to really look at it before I realized that statue wasn't a unicorn. Be a man! Yeah, there's sometimes when you, if you look at it a certain way, it almost looks like a unicorn in the middle of a trapper keeper. That's Carlos. just my fat distorting it. <laughs> Warren tweets, hey, man, you got to admit, that song is really catchy. He's just feeling it. I mean, really, really feeling it. Got a big ass. Michael tweets, I understand Carlos with a K. I bought a $1,200 pair of Travis Scott Nikes the other day, and the wife gave me a death look. I buy a lot of meth. That's an amazing amount of money. Carlos, have you ever spent $1,200 in a pair of shoes or sneakers? No, I haven't gone that far. But I know which ones he's talking about. The resale on it is nuts. It originally cost $160. And now they're selling for twelve hundred bucks secondhand. You got a bunch of scumbags that buy stuff up just to sell it because it's all supply and demand. Ouch. Kevin tweets, Sup Carlos. I'm in South Carolina. Rock that bleep all the way with the New Jersey Giants. Go expensive, ugly apparel. Go Bills. Carlos, you rock. Well, I mean, I'm a easygoing guy. <laughs> RN Says, if the new Mraz isn't finalized yet, you should put Carlos to the front. Dude is feeling good for sure. Love the joy. And Bogish is right. That shirt is, well, it's something. Do what now, DA? I'm sorry. Huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. Target demo Friday. 
on Facebook. Yes, we've got Facebook listeners as well, and it's spooky season. Jameis says, the hit from Fitzpatrick could have gone either way. It looked dirty, but it still was an awful effort by him. Hashtag Target Demo Friday. Our esteemed uh, program director, Dave Mariunik. Dwight in Nova Scotia, listening on the Fan 590. There's a less than 1% chance that I would wear that. The 1% is the off chance that I couldn't find my regular pajama shirt that I typically wear to bed, and I needed one in a pinch. Holy smokes. Patrick's in Savannah, Georgia on YouTube. Carlos's shirt is awesome, but I would never spend even half of that on any piece of clothing. Mraz is an emotional roller coaster with his Twitter while watching the Giants game. Oh, he looks like he drinks Monster and Huff's glue. Gas from the 3-2-1. Adam is stationed in Stuttgart, Germany. Stuttgart? Listening to Odyssey this time and even took a look on YouTube to see the shirt. That shirt is pretty funky. Hashtag don't forget your raincoats. Hashtag toast them. Mark says happy Friday in Lakeland, Florida watching on my favorite radio show on YouTube. You guys are the best. DA show, Mr. Mandaloria. You're the best. Adam says happy Friday. Listening on the Odyssey app on my commute to work here in Cali. Hey, Carlos. Sorry, my dude. That shirt is just ugly. But can I get a beam up? Lynn is greeting, says greetings from Aberdeen, Scotland. Listening via YouTube. My partner, Kenny, says the shirt looks like an explosion in paint factory. Have a great day. So dumb. Like, dumb. Ni- dumb, dumb, dumb. Nicole is in Boise on the Odyssey app. That shirt is hideous, but I love what you and Bogus have going on. I think it's time for another trip to the Treasure Valley. Hold on. Yeah, I'd love to come back to Boise. Sign me up. Brian says, happy Friday. Also on KTIK, the ticket in Idaho. Taking the kids to school, then headed out to town to do some fly fishing for the weekend. Yo, that shirt is ugly. A visual representation of Trash Tuesday. Uh, so just look up facts on the internet and just take the opposite approach to it. Now, is that nice? And that's your target demo Friday. Let's get to your epic fail, guys. And did we capture the the conversation with everybody about the shirt? That we did. Okay. Carlos with the K is wearing a $600 Versace sh- uh, shirt today. And he was dancing on camera, which caused this commotion. Here it is, your epic fail. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. I'm almost embarrassed to say how much this shirt cost, but I promised, like, a DA show quotes and moist pork that I would wear the shirt just to show that I have spent more on less. And this single piece of clothing was more than what Boyle spent on his outfit. Put your money where your mouth is. You know, because I got a big mouth and I got big money. North of 450. Yes. North of five? Yes. North of 550. Yes. Hide the money, y'all. There's poor people around. <laughs> North of six? And if you want to factor in tax? Yes. North of 625 with tax? I'd say like 640. Now, I can't help it that I'm custom made. I can't help it that I look good, smell good, can't dance all night long. Are you telling me that my tax dollars that pay you to guard Staten Island (laughs) have become a $600 shirt? Yes, this was a $595 plus tax shirt. I don't have an outfit. Yeah. Shirt, sweater, jacket, pants. Socks, belt, shoes that would collect to $600. Sames. Well, that's you. Because you never wanted anything. Carlos with a K is holding up his sneaker right now. 
Yeah, because if you think the shirt is outrageous. You heard me wrong? Sneakers. I think it was eight ninety five. 900 bucks for sneakers, 600 bucks for the shirt. Like you, man. You lie a lot. Does the, does the military reserves pay that well? No, I used to have a real job before I came into sports. <laughs> Doing what? <laughs> a pyramid scheme? You come off as a beta? You come off as a loser? I was a, I was a general manager of an internet company, and then I was an executive vice president of another of internet Google? company. Of Google? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos with a K ran Apple for... A- Five years. He created Uber. Nobody knew yeah. about this. iPhones 10 through 12 were me. What's wrong with trying to feed people? The K in TikTok stands for Carl. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. So check out the $600 shirt that Carlos is dancing in this morning from Versace. By going to Twitter at DA on CBS. It's epic. Carlos, should I say one more thing? <laughs> it's so epic. Very nicely. Can I say no and you'll still say it? It's a horrible shirt, too. <laughs> no, it's a fantastic shirt. Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. That's awesome. That was so much fun. Backwards, Brian tweets, and I'm watching on Twitch from Richmond on the first day of my vacation. I slept in, so I'll catch the first three hours on podcast later, so I don't understand the shirt thing yet, but I shop at Goodwill anyway. Hashtag vacation. Come on, Damon. Wake up. I was reading something that Salvation Army's Goodwill stores, which I shopped in a lot as well back in back in the day, are no longer filled with any treasures because now there's all this fast fashion that everybody just buys for cheap and dumps at Salvation Armies and Goodwill. So if you thought you were going to go in there and get some vintage T-shirt, some old-school pair of pants, some cool badass hat from the 80s or the 70s or something, you're not getting it. You're basically getting a bunch of like TJ Maxx $5 polos that are all over the place. Everything is so cheap and trashy now. It's like all Old Navy shirts and stuff. People just buy shirts for like 2 bucks. Then they get rid of them the moment that they grow out of it, and it's just all trash fashion. Bummer. Once upon a time, going to a a Goodwill store, I mean, it was a treasure hunt. How many times I pulled over on the side of the road with the bourbon bells, like, no, I got to check this one out. Go in there. Spend 45 minutes. Look, I found a Super Bowl 26 T-shirt. Great. Dan from Mechanicsburg says, DA, happy Friday, Caught the first hour in 96.5 at Harrisburg and the rest at Amazon. I would rather sit in a six-hour seminar of Boyle telling me about spooky season and alphas and betas than look at that wannabe Cosby sweater for more than a minute. Hashtag puddin' pops. Hashtag hehehehe. ho neighborinos. It's nicer than that. It's a nice shirt. You're just hating on it. That's all it is. Miguel says, D.A., did you just drop an S-bomb on live radio? No, that was Shed. Shed. And that's that's a reference back to when we thought Mraz said the S-word on a PGP, and he insisted he said Shed, but he said it in a really weird context that made no sense. And that's when we got Allen and Legal, quote-unquote, on his case and faked a call from our HR department and legal department that he needed to be <laughs> summoned into the office, and he flipped out on me. And he, when he thought it was was real, because <laughs> we, quote, played the voicemail on the air, he thought I had submarined him and that I had gotten him in trouble and that I hadn't come to him first and that he immediately was quitting in his mind mentally as the segment was going on, emailing our old bosses to set up lunches 
during the show. He had turned to Pete the body and said, that's it. I can't do it anymore. I can't do it with DA anymore. Now, as you might imagine, any of our old bosses that suddenly get an email from Mraz that say, hey, would you like to get together for lunch? Or like, this is the first email I've ever gotten from Mraz that had anything work-related. What does he want? He must have been, <laughs> he must have been canned. <laughs> It's one of the best bits. It's one of the best bits. Rob, not in the three to one. The NB that I had in my tweet is New Brunswick. Sorry, caught you off guard, DA. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Look at it. N, N, N. I'm thinking Nebraska. N, E for Nebraska. N, J, New Jersey. N, H, New Hampshire. What are we doing here? Oh, N, B. N, B. As in New Brunswick. Tomorrow is a great day of college football. Tap to bottom, bottom to top. I gave you my tasty top five, but action begins noon Eastern, FSU Clemson, then 3.30 Eastern, Ole Miss, Bama, and Colorado, Oregon, then 7 o'clock Eastern, Ohio State and uh, Oregon State, Washington State, and then late kick, 7.30 Eastern, Ohio State, Notre Dame, and as I was mentioning tonight, Boise State plays San Diego State on a little Friday night action among some other games. All right, that'll do it for us this morning here on the DA Show. Thanks to executive producer E.J. Stewart. Thanks to Carlos with the K or T. So the wheels of steel. Thanks to Andrew Bogish on your headlines. And Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch DA. I will see you to, uh, Sunday for Sunday morning football. Be good and be good to one another. I'm DA and the Mothership Disconnects. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.